you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, wait, let's do, yeah, screw it. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'd be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Hold on a second. Seems, uh, that's mm. mm. one reason I was totally fine coming in tonight is because we have booze in the fridge. Cervezas. <laughs> it's Friday night. Smackdown was on. Smackdown happened. Yeah. Whatever. It wasn't a bad show. Just another uh, kind of, uh, well, I want to say it's a, a do-nothing show. Um, I like Daniel Bryan's efforts in this a lot tonight. Man, they, they don't have anybody on their roster. He was great. Yeah, Daniel Bryan's always good. Cool to see Kane. Yeah, Kane's Kane! good. Kane! Uh, John Morrison hasn't lost a step. No, he hasn't. That was a hell of a ma- match between himself and Big E. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was fun. Uh, Although his Starship Pain missed by like a mile. Yeah. But that seems like it'd be really difficult to do. Yeah, no. The Starship yeah, Pain. Yeah, level of difficulty on Starship Pain seems uh, exceptionally high. I don't know why I got on my phone for some reason. I don't know, because you don't want to talk about SmackDown, probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, like, I wasn't excited about this Bailey-Lacey-Evans match, but it was good. Oh, I thought the match was pretty good. Especially the finish was awesome. I was surprised that that was, like, a decent match. Um, yeah, no, SmackDown was what it was. And, in fact, even the, even the finale, even the main event was pretty decent. Like, it was an overbooked mess. I just don't care about anybody there except for possibly Roman. Yeah. Um, I actually really like Roman. I wish him and the Usos would just solidify faction. That's really what I want to see. I like when people have the same outfits on and they call themselves a name. I think that's cool. They should call their faction Day One-ish. There you go. That'd be perfect. Or just, you know, the Ish Bruce. Day One Empire. The, the uh, what do they call? Oh, the Ish Twins. Yeah, there you go. The Ish Twins. That's good. Well, there'd be there's three of them, so there'd be the Ish Triplets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Ish Trio. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like you got Braun Strowman there, and it's like I know he's supposed to be a big name, but we all know he's celebrity guy. If he gets the IC title, maybe he won't be celebrity guy. What was up with his enthusiasm level for that promo? Of his. He's like he just drank like five Mountain Dews before he went in there. <laughs> Did you did you catch that? I, I he was like that. super upper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I found the place here in, in Greensboro, North Carolina, that sells Jolt Cola. You know what? You know what probably happened. What probably happened was he was probably like, hey Vince, at one point I was challenging for the Universal Title, and now you have me. Probably not going to win the title against Nakamura. Like maybe they've got to chase it. If Braun's chasing something, they got to have him win it. But maybe not. No, they don't have to have him win anything. How many times we thought, oh, he's in a situation where he won a title. He's got to win this time. Nope. Right. So maybe he goes back there and he's like, Vince, really? Mid-card title? And he's like, oh, well, Braun, you need to reach for those brass rings. What does that mean? Oh, bring it energy. Oh, oh I need yeah. you to be my pit man. So he goes and he's like, does his promo. It's like he's trying to sell something. <laughs> Which I guess he is. He's trying to trying sell, to sell himself. To Nakamura, he's trying to sell himself. Yeah. It's like he's a pitch man on an infomercial. <laughs> that was the energy level. I'll, I'll honestly have to go back and watch that now. Because yeah, he was because like usually he talks like this. That pretty sounds gruff. pretty funny. Actually. But I think he was talking about, uh, I don't know, not quite double speed, but at least one and a half. Yeah. 
yeah. and his voice wasn't as deep or as gruff as usual. It wasn't I mean, a shoot voice quite. It's a but. Friday night. Maybe he's just doing cocaine. That's a distinct possibility as well. Uh, Tim Spulock here in chat says his brother Richard got married well, today. You're just interrupting the show with... Oh, news. No, that's great. That's great. But is he, Richard watching why this? Why are you getting on Tim for interrupting the show? That's kind of his MO. Speaking of which, I do have to say thank you to the Friendos for subscribing to youtube.com slash Friendoville. Oh, Friendoville. My Picard video is up to like... complaining about it? It's up to 800 views. But tomorrow, very exciting, I've got a Star Wars Rise of Skywalker review that a lot of people asked for. So that was great. It's like a month after it came out. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. I put up a poll yesterday. What would you want me to review? Uncut Gems, 1917, or Rise of Skywalker? All right. And that won. So I'm doing what the poll says to do, Larson. Right. That's what I'm doing. Right. I'm, I should be, uh, me and Lacey, I think you're going to check out Uncut Gems this weekend, probably tomorrow. So uh, I should bring, be bringing you my review for that soon. And then I'll find a way to go Sounds watch 1917 good. as there well. There you go. Uh, congratulations. YouTube.com slash Friendoville. Congratulations, uh, Richard. Uh, uh, many years of happiness for you. Yeah. No, that's great. See if you get through that one. I was I looked at the stat the other day. 50% still. Yeah. Divorce rates. Still so, a coin flip, huh? Richard, don't you don't be ashamed if it falls apart. Hope you're on the 50% uh, the fifty percent side that you want to be on. No, I want them to be happy. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, here's the thing. The people who are on the 50% on the other side, I'm sure they're happier now That's than they saying, were before. I hope you, this all ends up you're the 50% you want to be a part of. <laughs> Congratulations. We're joking around. Congratulations. Lifetime you're 100% happiness to you. happy. Yeah, 100% happy, whatever the case may be. Oh, Lordy me. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. Can we kill more time before we talk about SmackDown? Oh, I know, right? Let's just, let's just ram through this all thing. All right. Ram through we'll it. Ram through. Oh, again, it wasn't a bad show. What is this? Doesn't feel like a whole lot happened. What? Oh, that was those are the notes from my uh, Star Wars review. Uh, where are the notes for today's well, show? They should be the same place they're always at. Really? Yeah. All right. So, how did today's show start, Larson? Uh, start with Kane. Oh, that's right. He was he was sweating blood from his nose. Did you see that? I can't. Yeah. What was that all about? Well, it was his makeup, his eye makeup. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. His <laughs> the the fake hair was wet. Yeah. Okay. He's probably sweating underneath that mask. Yeah, that was weird. And there was like a little dribble of of like blood sweat from his nose, yeah. like a nosebleed. Yeah. Anyway, so he comes out. He talks about how the Rumble is his favorite event of the year, much like Hilton. I, um, <laughs> is he going to be here for the Rumble? God, remember, hey, you remember that time? No, that'd be rad if Glenn Jacobs was here. That'd be awesome. Man, remember that time Hilton was like, yeah, I'm going to come watch Rumble with you. And then like he was like, no, I'm people are working to do something. Like yeah. They're better than us. That pissed me off. I'm like, you're going to be on a pro wrestling well, podcast, a fairly that. popular pro wrestling well, podcast. Reasonably. Or you can go hang out in the place with your stupid work friends. Deuce Mason, who cares about that guy? Deuce is a good dude. I like Deuce <laughs> I love a lot. Deuce He's been, and Fresh Hour. They're all great. Yeah, they all seem great. Whatever. Snake Hilton. Oh. Yeah. If he's not here, he's a snake. Uh, and then he starts talking. I don't know what it is, I, but watching on the Fox Now app and my TV at home, it's a trip because the audio is all over the place. Mm. Like, I'll watch... And like for promos and stuff like this, it's yeah. low and it feels like the stereo spectrum's really high, so it's hard to hear certain things. Oh, yeah. But as soon as a football commercial comes on, I'm rattling the foundation of my home. It's so yeah. dang loud. Yeah. So he's talking about WrestleManias and stuff, and I didn't really exactly ca catch what he was talking about WrestleManias. He said the souls of the people I throw out. I got out. that. 
But he seemed like he was talking about his own personal WrestleMania experience. Uh, he said that he would look into their eyes and toss them overboard, and I don't know. It was cool. Um, so, yeah, he said he had a good time. And then he was interrupted by uh, Friendo Funhouse, Firefly Funhouse, Bray Wyatt. And uh, he was like, hey, Kane, uh, it's good to see you. Then he notices that he's on his wall. And he's like, wait a second. You're here. The Fiend remembers you. And then you get some flashbacks to when mm-hmm. Kane had interactions with the Wyatt family. That was uh, Bray's first match. Uh-huh. It was the Inferno match against Kane. Oh, there you go. SummerSlam okay. 2014. 14 sounds right. I think 2013, 2014. All right. Um, uh uh, Bray also assured everyone that Rambling Rabbit was alive and well and recovering. A little quick shot of Rambling Rabbit hooked to like an IV and stuff. And then Bray quickly dismissed all that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, he mentions how Fiend laid out Kane, flashback past stuff, lights go down, uh, lights come back up. Uh, Kane is standing at the foot of the ramp. Uh-huh. Looking up towards the stage. And Fiend shows up. Pop up to the hole in the ring. Yeah. The trick that Kane has utilized before. Yeah, this is great, though, because then Kane says... What took you so long? Oh, he turned around and said, what took you so long? Dana Bryan comes running at knee plus. And that fiend, the fiend reaction to that was like, just all of a sudden he was just a dude in a stupid mask. I know. They turned the, like the music, <laughs> like the wee music, they shut that off. Yeah. And there's like just a really heavy pause there. <laughs> and I know where Dana Bryan, knee plus, bang. It would have been great if, it would have been great if he stood Bray Wyatt start going, ah, my face, my face. Like he just turned into a regular dude I at know, that point. I know. <laughs> And then Daniel Bryan grabs the Bra- uh, Bray's arms, Danielson stomps, yeah. and the Fiend flees. Yeah, he he goes, crawls back down that hole from whence he came. And then Daniel Bryan, he's like grabbing onto him, and you knew this was going to happen. It was awesome. He comes back up with some of the Fiend's hair, the dreadlocks. dreadlocks. Yeah, yeah, that was actually pretty cool. That was cool. For as much as I complain about SmackDown, the episode was actually pretty decent tonight. It was fun. It's just one of those things. Listen, it's one of those things where SmackDown's in a creative, they're, they're in a hole with me, so I expect crap. I come in here thinking I'm going to talk crap, and then I start reading down the episode. I'm like, oh, wait a second. This week wasn't terrible. So what needs to happen is they need to stop main eventing every show with Baron Corbin. They need to get rid of Corbin and Dolph Ziggler. Like, I don't care about them at all. That's the problem. Did you see that they're having Gable and Sheamus at the Rumble? Hmm. That's a match that's happening at the Rumble. That's, that's a match. That's got to be on the kickoff show. How is that? Not, yeah, that should be like, is there a pre-kickoff that show? Be, that should be a story within the Rumble, that particular <laughs> match. It's, yeah. Is that going to just be like and a, like a whoever segment? Throw someone over the rope and the match is over. The rest of the Rumble carries on. <laughs> exactly. Why the hell are you putting I mean, that? good for Gable for we getting. We don't have any ads in this episode. Why the fuck is that on the Rumble? That was terrible. I mean, it was a kickoff show. It's fine. And I mean, good for Gable getting, if it's on the main card, good for Gable. Both those guys should be in the Rumble. They should get a 10-second spot. That's it. Or maybe just, there's only no, so much cool. room in the Rumble. It would be awesome as Gable was in the Rumble and did those rolling German suplexes to a bunch of people and tossed someone out of the ring that way. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be okay. That'd be cool. Anyways, let's get back to this. I didn't know that was a Rumble match. That's At weird. least they're, those two aren't going to be taking up a spot in the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, so we, we go backstage. Uh, Kane and Daniel Bryan, they're walking. Uh, 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 Kayla walks in. Interviews Daniel Bryan. He says, you know, everybody's worried about the feed in his mind games. Truth is, he's not very good at mind games. Oh, Haley Finch wants to point wants to point out that when Daniel Bryan came back up, there were a pair of glasses as well on the mat that came up with him. Oh, that's weird. I didn't know if there if that popped out of his pocket. Yeah, maybe they fell out of his pocket or something. Or something like that. Does he need reading glasses? But some yeah, but I some, didn't notice it watching. He it. didn't I don't think he did he pick up I don't think he picked up the glasses though. 
He was just he had the hair in his in his hands yeah. the entire time. Well, he's telling the story. And then a pair of like, like they were thinner than those ones. Um, oh, so probably reading glasses. Then. Reading glasses. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so Daniel Bryan is giving his interview. And he says, uh, "You wouldn't think it, but Fiend actually isn't very good at mind games. He's good at one thing, and that's running away." Uh-huh. And so he says, "I'm tired of the the Fiend running away. I thought he was going to say steel cage, hell in a cell, something like that." Mm-hmm. And he says, "I challenge. I'm gonna challenge the Fiend to a strap match." He says, "Probably a bad idea." Yeah. I'm gonna do it anyways. Yeah. Strap match. That way, uh, he can't run away from me, and uh, he might break my arm. He might dislocate my arm. I don't care. I'm tired of his shit. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna change the fiend by winning that universal title. It'd be really cool if he just if he said shit. Tired of his shit. I know. Tell your shit, Kurt. Tell your shit, Bray. <laughs> uh, so then we had uh, Big E versus John Morrison, and we got slow mo, baby. We got slow mo Joe Mo back. The slow-mo camera, the time-warping camera Man. was in effect. That's some serious futuristic shit right there. It was great. It was pretty awesome. Uh, and, yeah, like you said, John Morrison, man, that spot where he was uh, up on the top and he was going to land on Big E, but instead he decided to take uh, Kofi out. Man. I don't even know how to describe it. He did like a 630, but then landed on his feet. It was like a twisting... Yeah, but thing. he spun a lot too. And he barely, like he yeah, he kind of landed on his on his feet. Yeah. But there was a lot of hip there too. Well, he kind of like, hit Kofi like with his feet, it looked yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was fine. Yeah. But man. I was actually really impressed. Like early on in the match, the 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 means by which uh, Morrison gets the advantage on on Big E is he does like all these misdirection kicks. Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. I felt like, oh, that's a real way to like fight somebody. It was really neat. Like here, I'm gonna fake, I'm gonna go low. Nope, I'm going high. Mm-hmm. Think I'm going high. No, I'm going low. Yeah, it was cool. I wouldn't suggest that if you're in a bar fight. Just grab a bottle and toss it. on Well, the if head. I was John Morrison, maybe because I'd be fast enough to, to to pull it off. Yeah, I mean, if you're John Morrison, maybe, but still, nothing's gonna. Because it's misdirection kick, Spanish fly. Yeah. Starship pain. It sounds good in theory, but I think in practice, bottle to head is probably. No, I think John Morrison wins everything. Do, well, I think John Morrison See a dude either coming down with a Spanish fly, evade bottle to head or pain. no sell it. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. a wrestler. He seems like a tough guy. So, anyway, there's a lot of uh, stuff going on outside of the ring. Kofi and Miz mm-hmm. going at it. John Morrison landing on Kofi. He gets back in. Uh, Big E. Well, here it is. Uh, Morrison, he does a spinning neckbreaker gets it too. Uh, Miz is on the apron to argue with the ref. He's like, hey, count faster or something. Kofi pulls him, him off, off the apron. Yeah. Toss him in the ring steps. That's when Morrison does the thing off the top, spins a bunch and lands on Kofi. And he and Kofi's out. He and Morrison just gets back up and starts struggling. Yeah, he's, like, on, he's on the apron looking out towards Miz, towards mm-hmm. crowd, and Big E set up for his apron spear. Miz sees that, pulls Morrison out of the way. Yeah. So Big E is like sticking his torso out of the ropes. And then Morrison kicks him. Yeah. Back in the ring, running knee, starship pain. John Morrison gets the win. Wow. That was fairly definitive, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the stuff. Miz's interference, bit of distraction, save Morrison. Yeah. You know, and that Mor- Morrison's Morrison. Yeah. You know, he was he was in the main event a couple times back in the yeah. day. Uh, right after the Miz. Uh, right after Mania 27, yeah. yeah. He was in uh, his cage match. It's like an extreme. Tri- oh, was it, yeah, yeah, match. yeah. The three of them, yeah. Uh, after that, breaking news dun, 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 dun. for uh, Roman Reigns and Bob Roode. This was actually announced, I thought, on Twitter earlier. The winner of that match gets to pick the stipulation for the Baron versus Roman match at the Rumble. So yeah. they are having a tables match tonight. Get a recap of uh, Roode and Reigns because Roode's been gone for six weeks. Yes. Uh, and then we get uh, Roman hanging out with the Usos. In their undisclosed uh, Bowels of the Arena location. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
uh, it was well lit. And this is the kind of stuff they they are, they work so well off each other, obviously because they're family. Um, and I was watching, I was like, man, just just be just give yourself a name, a T-shirt, add another member. Yeah, get your tag team, your top guy, and then who would their mid card guy be? Who's related to those? Who else is related to those guys? Or is that at least somehow tangentially um, to the Simone Dynasty? Lance, there's a uh, Lance Anoy. Oh, he was a jobber once, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember know if he's him. still wrestling. Yeah, I don't know. He's part of the family. That'd be cool. What if they bring in... What if they do like the Von Erichs oh. did? Remember the Von Erichs brought in a fake Von Erich? Yeah. Bring in a... Sign Jacob Fatu. Perfect. Because Rikishi is the Uso's dad, and Tonga Kid... Shoot, Tonga Kid is Jacob's dad. I don't know how Jacob, Tonga Kid and, and, and Rikishi are related. I don't know, man. I'm sure they're all... Well, or whatever. I bring in a fake Von Eric. Not even an Anoa'i. Then a Von Eric. Be like, why are you here? Because I'm family. Well, you're this wrong family. What do you got there? I'm looking into it. Anyways, continue. All right. All right. Anyways, so the Usos are like. So he's nephew Asika. That's Roman's. Tonga Kid is nephew Asika. Asika is Roman's dad. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, he's a twin brother of Rikishi. Okay. So there you go. Okay, cool. Jacob Fatu is the answer. Perfect. Sign Jacob Fatu. Sign him. Because he's great. Take him away from ZNMLW yeah. still? Yeah. All right. Cool. Anyways. Uh, so the Usos were like, you got the stipulation. Roman, what stipulation? Maybe this is why they're not a faction. So they're like, hey, dude, what stipulation are you going to choose? And Roman's like, I'm not telling you. Yeah. Find out when everybody else does. That's a, that's a dick thing to do. That sounds like something I would do. Yeah, it is something you've done in the past. I was, pissed. I was That was like one of the only times, honestly, it was over the stupidest shit. Yeah, it was, I was legit stuff. pissed off at you. You knew I was pissed too. That's why you brought me some little Debbie cakes the next day. Oh, is that what I did? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I still can't believe you. you snake, I was, told, I was told something in confidence, told not to tell anybody. And, snake. And that's what I did. Snake. Someone tells me to keep it in the vault, I keep it in the vault. Oh, whatever. I'll keep you in the vault. Uh, after that, we had the Usos versus the Revival, so... They had said on Twitter uh, like five days ago they were going to leave for a little while. They didn't. They're they're on TV. Well, yeah, they have contracts. They can't just leave for a little while. Right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe they just meant Twitter. Anyways. Could be. It was uh, a fun match. But it, yeah, it, it was a cool match. It was a fun match, yeah. It just kind of I mean, it feels like the type of match with these two. And this isn't. Uh, uh, could do it in their sleep. Yeah, I was going to say. I feel like a match they can do in their sleep. For sure. And that's not. I'm not trying to insult them. Yeah. Because they're both. Both teams are exceptional at their job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it felt like a match they could just do sleepwalking. Uh huh. It was still good. No, I agree with you. This was by no means like a takeover level match. You know, mm-hmm. these these two teams, given the the go ahead, the green light, if you would, <clears throat> they could put together something killer, absolutely killer. Yeah. Like instead of Gable versus Sheamus at the fucking Rumble, why don't we get the Revival versus Usos in like a really beefy match? Yeah, I know. I would rather see that. Oh, absolutely. That being said, happy for Gable if he gets a, a, a spot in the main roster next card. I'm not happy for him. That promo he did was not good tonight. No, I bad material. Give, I know. You know, he's, but I understand. He's like he's he could do a lot more. He could do a lot more. I don't blame it on him. That material is bad. Yeah, he's been given really. Uh, shit. So yeah, it was it was pretty much everything you would expect from an Usos revival match. It was fun. It was good. Uh, Finish saw stereo super kicks uh, from the Usos to Dash and Dawson. Uh, Jay takes out Dawson ringside with suicide dive while Jimmy hits a splash on Dash for the win. Fun match. Yeah. But 
if you just if you if you were laying in bed tonight not watching SmackDown, you picture what a ten minute Uso revival match and how that'd play out. Yeah, it would pretty much be this. Yeah, pretty much. Good stuff. After that revival interview, they brought up their contracts, but I was like doing something in the kitchen when Did they, they actually talking. bring up their contracts. I just saw that on Twitter that someone mentioned uh, that. that was they they brought up. They said if the WWE isn't going to change, they they care about us as much as they care about the tag division. Ah. If okay. they're not going to okay. change, then gotcha. we might have to make a change gotcha. ourselves. Gotcha. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. So, yeah, they're, they, they, they are. They're, they're playing along with that okay. stuff. Uh, so, but anyways, they were interrupted. It was fairly intriguing, uh, but they were interrupted because down the hallway, and I actually really like this. This is how these segments really should go down. Something that's motivated, an interview, is happening, and then the action happens to be happening somewhere else. So the cameraman leaves the scene and goes to focus on that. Yeah. As opposed to there just being a cameraman randomly where somebody's walking, yeah. following somebody, and then an attack happens. It's Bailey. And uh, uh, Lacey Evans and Sasha Banks all mixing it up. Uh, Sasha's already selling injury mm-hmm. um, and uh, holding her ankle while Bailey and Lacey brawl. Yeah. Uh, Lacey kind of more or less comes out on top. And um, that scene, we go, uh, Sonya's backstage warming up. Mandy comes in. She's talking about, hey, feel really good. I feel like 2020 is going to be fire and desire's year. Yeah. And Sonya's like, yeah, that's great. And I'll, hey, ask Otis to. Uh, be ringside for my match tonight. Yeah, worked for you last week. I wanted to work for me this week. That's why you're, you know, <clears throat> you know, sending him DMs of your body, of your nudies, right? And Mandy was like, 
No, I think he's really sweet. That's why he got to see my areolas. No way, that was all of us on Impact on Twitch. That wasn't Manny Rose. That was, <laughs> that was uh, Manny Rose. Name Katie Forbes. Is that her name? I have no idea. I think that's her name. RVD. I know one of them's RVD's wife, and one of them's RVD's that one's, girl. I think Katie Forbes is RVD's wife. So the the blonde one is just his girlfriend. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. I think that's. Do they get their Twitch channel back? Hey, what? Congratulations to Sean Rossap. Heck yeah, man! And Fightful, they got their YouTube channel yeah, back. Man. Cheers Woo! to Fightful getting that channel back. Cheers, Skull. So, anyways, uh, Mandy says, "Yeah, I'll ask Otis. Ugh. I don't know if he's gonna do it." Yeah, yeah. And then, and then Sonia says, "Saying, you know what? He's keen on you. Yeah, he'll do. You it. know how to get that. He'll. Done. Do you it. know how to get that done. It'll happen." Uh, next, Sasha and Bailey in, in the trainers' room. Sasha's getting her uh, ankle iced. Uh, Bailey. Oh man, she's so mad at Lacey. She wants to make her a stay-at-home mom. She said that. That was a that was a decent line. Well, Sasha's icing her ankle. Adam Pierce walks in. All of a sudden, he is cock of the walk. Man, that was great. He comes in with a head full of authority. He's like, Sasha, you've been gone. You've no show two weeks. This match is on. It's been advertised. You are having a match tonight. Yeah. And Bailey's like, No, she's hurt. I can't let her go out there. And and Pierce goes, All right, you have a match against Lacey Evans tonight. <laughs> and, and Bailey's like. After all the crap she pulls, not for the title. All right, not for the title. You have a match tonight. Yeah, it was happening great. right now. It was great. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was good. I want to see more authority figure Adam, Adam Pierce. Pierce. What was his uh, nickname? Uh, Scrap Iron. Yeah, was that it? Yeah. Scrap Iron. Yeah. Iron uh, Adam Pierce. Yeah. All right. Uh, so after that, we had Bailey versus Lacey Evans. This is actually a really good match. And it was punctuated by one of the best endings ever. That was great. Because basically, Bailey just comes off the ropes, runs straight at Lacey Evans, and, and runs into a, into a woman's right. And that was pretty great. That was fantastic. Yeah, because it, it was a pretty good back and forth. Yeah. Prior to that, there was a lot of uh, 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 changes of advantage and who had the upper hand. Um, and in fact, at that exact moment, uh, it seemed like Bailey was heading towards victory. And then, yeah, she bounces off the ropes. Pow! Bang. Cold cocked. Yeah, that was good stuff. It man. was good. Lacey gets the win. It was announced too. They're having a SmackDown Women's title match at Rumble. That makes sense. That's a match it's that the makes title. sense. They've it's the been women's title. up to that match. And they've, they've actually done a damn good job building Lacey Evans to this. They yeah. really have. Yeah, she's pretty over now. She is, yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, They're really dropping the ball with Sasha. Maybe she's like, I'm cool, like not doing much while I'm doing my album. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Because they haven't really done anything with they her since done she's come back. Shit with her. Anything. Anything. Yeah. All right. The Shorty G interview was garbage, but I don't really blame him. Uh, he's asked about Sheamus, and he's like, "Hey, Sheamus is projecting his own insecurities onto Shorty mm. G." And like, I learned a long time. I just learned, you know, recently. Uh, you gotta accept who you are, and only then can you like really flourish. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll teach Sheamus that. Nothing about Sheamus makes me feel like. Uh, he's there, there's any lack of certainty about who he is. Okay, hold on a second. This might be a stretch, but all it was his week to week promos. You know, like that's more a lack of direction from creative <laughs> okay. than a sense of identity <laughs> uh, right. from Seamus. Fair enough. You know, they wanted him. To, they wanted to bring him back as a Peaky Blinder. I know. That's what he said in that interview with I think Alex McCarthy. Yeah. Um, yeah, they wanted to have like a, what suspenders. Hair part to the like side, like Jack Gallagher, essentially. Uh, yeah, like Jack Gallagher. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. I think that could have been cool, to be honest with you. Yeah, it been something different. Or just have, have him just like shave his head and have like a big old red beard, mm-hmm. something like that. Because I think I don't he, like the I don't like this the well, flat no, top no, thing. No, um, I think when he had the mohawk and we didn't have it up, that's how he did it. He had it kind of you know part oh, of the yeah, side. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. So yeah, why not just roll with that? Yeah, it'd be cool if he was, he had the Peaky Blinders thing, and then would Ridge Holland's people, ready, bring him up. They can be a Peaky Blinders, you know, gang on on go. main roster. Would they be time travelers? Sure. Okay, cool. I'm down with that. You know, I went back to my past, like literally. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. found my great great grandfather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looks just like me, Ridge Holland. Yeah, Ridge Holland. There you go. <laughs> Meet Ridge Holland. Meet Ridge Holland. Anyway, Seamus walks in. He makes a bunch of terrible short jokes. Uh, it tells uh, Shorty, essentially, uh, if you're not careful, I'll knock your head off again. And then uh, G- uh, Chad Gable tackles him. Yeah. The scrum is broken up by referees who just happen to be waiting there, apparently. And then Gable walks away, like, waving to him without turning around. Yeah, Seamus is going to – I hope this is another one of those 18-second matches. Yeah, it's not going to last long. I just want Seamus to destroy him. It's not going to last I, long. I, I can't stand Gable at this point. This and character is not good. I totally understand. I totally get that Gable is just doing what he's told. And maybe even they said, hey, Gable, pitch us some stuff. And that was on the list, and they ran with it. I don't know. But it sucks. He's He just comes off as completely disingenuous. He comes off as, as, as like lobotomized. I know. Or like he's got some weird brain damage going on. Which is basically lobotomy. And he's like, your brain is missing a piece. Yeah. Which I would think is damage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the last time you saw that one movie with Jack Nicholson. One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest? Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while for me, too. About 15 Classic, years. Classic, though. It's a really good movie. Classic movie. The book's good, too. I've read the book. Do you guys want to see me do a review of that movie? Yeah, on I'd, rather, I'd, rather you, I'd rather see a review of that than Rise of Skywalker, honestly. But that's already uploaded. It's going to be going live tomorrow. Now I have to take that down and yeah. redo. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. How about this? Review One Flew the Cuckoo's Nest without watching it again. <laughs> <laughs> What's the nurse's name? Uh, Ratchet. Yep. Everybody knows that. That's classic. I, I don't even know his name. I know her name. Uh, hmm. I know he called the, the big Indian guy chief. Mm-hmm. Native American. Sorry. Um, and then there was... Uh, I can't remember his Christopher Lloyd's name and the, his character's name. Yeah. Doc Brown. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what was his character's name on Taxi? That's around the same time period. Uh, Doc Brown. Doc Brown. <laughs> yeah. Next, uh, Braun Strowman interview is where he's like super excited. He's like, I'm, I'm really excited. It's Rumble season. I'm declaring for Rumble. And he says, but I want to talk an Intercontinental title now. I've pinned Nakamura twice. I want a title shot, and I want any time, any place. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Elias comes out. Uh, he's like, hey, I can't do this alone. I had a realization. I can't do this alone. I need all of you. Look, I know to walk you guys Elias. are still confused as to whether I'm a heel or a face, but the songs clearly, I'm I'm a good guy now. So please react accordingly. Please react accordingly. So he starts the song about Greensboro. Before he gets too far into it, he's interrupted by Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Nakamura. Uh, Sami talks bronze challenge for IC title. Tells them no chance. Yeah. No chance in hell. Yeah. Um, it says, Sammy uh, says, uh, in case you forgot, this man, Shinsuke Nakamura, he won the Rumble before him. The whole roster should be on notice. Um, and then uh, tells Elias, go ahead and keep doing whatever it is that you're doing. And uh, this was actually kind of funny. Elias says, you know, while you were up there talking, I was listening and writing a song. Yeah, that was a good line. That was pretty funny. And he said, the song is called Sammy Zane needs to shut his damn mouth. Yeah, that was pretty good. And the chorus is, Shinsuke sucks. Yeah. 
So, so he starts to play that. Yeah. Sammy gets on the mic almost immediately. He says, you need to stop that. Shut up. Stop it. Uh, sends Cesaro to the ring. Him and Elias brawl. Nakamura joins in. Sammy as well. And then Braun comes out to make the save. He clears the ring. I honestly thought, I swear to God, if it wasn't for this Rocky Johns memorial, I swear to God, they would have had Braun sing along with Elias. They would have done that shit because Maybe. they're on this kick where, and I know they only did it one week, but they replayed it the next week. And they want Braun to do goofy shit. Yeah. They're probably going to do that. Yeah. Anyways, there was a really lovely memorial oh, to Rocky great. Johnson. It was really good. That. It yeah, was really, really, really good. good stuff. Uh, and then after that, we had Sony Deville's match against Alexa Bliss. Uh, of course, Heavy Machinery did show up ringside. Otis seemed extra horny tonight. Yeah, he did. He, he was, was taking his shirt off and gyrating his and all over this the place. and that and the other one. Uh, and, uh, yeah, there, this wasn't much of a match. It was pretty short. Uh, finish saw uh, Alexa set up for a DDT. Mandy goes up to the top rope. And then Nikki Cross goes and pushes her off mm-hmm. right into the arms of Otis. Oh, yeah. And Sandy, uh, sorry, Sandy, Sonia is looking out like, what? And then uh, Alexa rolls her up for the win. Yeah, backfired on Sonia. Kind of saw that coming a mile away. The shenanigans immediately. Sonia needs to focus on being the best Sonia she can be. Because she's terrific. I think the best Sonya is pretty darn, it'd be pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. She needs to get rid of, she's really good. She needs to get rid of desire. She needs to get rid of distractions. Yeah, correct. Um, And Otis, I can't tell if his, uh, if his game is super strong or like really terrible. Because there is no subtlety. And I feel like with game, you need at least some subtlety. But you can't come out there like, (laughs) (laughs) right? Yeah. Uh, maybe I mean maybe some people like that. Maybe some people won't like a big giant, you know, flesh mech of sex. Maybe <laughs> just sweating all over them. That could be. That could be. This maybe. is unbridled. Yeah. Uh, sex mech. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just pure. It's just the the. It's just pure dense sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In a big flesh machine. Yeah. Flesh <laughs> sex machine. It's a flesh sex xenobot. Yeah. Uh, oh god, I want to talk about this. Uh, backstage, blocker room dumb segment. Bastard, look at all these notes for this fucking match you made. God well, damn. I make I, t- I take these notes just to have them. Yeah, I know. So I feel like I'm doing something while watching <laughs> these shows. Nah, I, mean, I was on my couch till two minutes till I was on my couch. Well, that's when the show ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It always ends at six fifty eight. That's fucking weird. That is so fucking weird to do that. Yes, uh, the, the precision which the WWE machine works is, is pretty incredible. <laughs> so we get goddamn Bob Roode, fucking Baron Corbin, and and Godforsaken Dolph Ziggler in the locker room. Uh, and Baron, oh, this is this, this is like a fucking uh, uh, backstage segment written written in like 1995 with <laughs> a cheesy heel laughter. Dude, somebody, it was awful. Hold on, somebody. On this Twitter, was terrible. Somebody on Twitter mentioned this. This was so bad, and I didn't notice it myself, but. It wouldn't surprise me if this is the case. Oh, here we go. Uh, his name is the Mavs' current record, I believe. Mavs 24 and 15. Who is yeah. this? Uh, LXRD Troy Main says, So are we going to act like Corbin, Root, and Ziggler weren't constantly looking down at their lines in the most nondiscreet way possible? Did they rewrite this at the last second Probably. and give them cue cards? It was so bad. It was really bad. It was horrible. Yeah. All the cheesy, menacing heel laughter was crap. I'm fucking sick of Corbin and that stupid outfit of his. I'm so fucking over it. 
It's not interesting. It's not intimidating. It's not anything. There's nothing good going on there. Like, it's funny because, like, I'm more interested in Baron Corbin when he's on Twitter, to be honest with you. I mean, he's talking shit about AEW and getting Dave Meltzer all in a all in a huff. huff yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That is classic. And then he was on Twitter earlier today. He had a video where he was doing some barbecuing, and it looked awesome. Oh, I saw that video. Is that a new one or is it an old one? Because he did. He, was it ribs? No, it was not ribs. All right, he, did, was, he had a ribs uh, one. Else, I forget ribs what. one on early. He has one of those eggs. Yeah, he's got, yeah. It those was, things are expensive. Back with the, oh, are they? Yeah, they're super expensive. Okay, all right. Uh, but I guess no. he can afford that because he gets paid for his Twitter opinions. Paid. No, he's on Twitter, I actually find Baron Corbin pretty delightful. He actually comes off as a true heel on Twitter. He's able to get a heel response on Twitter, yeah. and he also has these fantastic cooking videos. Yeah, It's just when I see him on TV, I have no interest in seeing him on TV. You would turn the channel off. Yeah, dude. Because, like, this match is going fine. And then uh, Roman runs around the ring, tries to spear Rude through the barricade, but Rude moves. So Roman spears barricade through barricade. Yeah. And then, God damn it, fucking Baron's music hits. And there he is on the mm, yeah. ramp. No good. Go man. to commercial, come back. And he's just lingering there. Yeah, dude. He's just lingering. He's yeah. not doing anything. Yeah. Gosh. Anyways, Roman won. Um, he sets up a table in the corner. Uh, he puts Rude back in the ring after supermaning him punch out. Or so he's ringside already. Uh, Reigns sets up for a spear. Corbin gets on, up on the apron. Roman turns towards him, takes a swing. What are you doing over there? Mm. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> so he takes a swing at, at, at Baron. Baron hops off the apron. <clears throat> Roman turns around. There's Dolph. Super kick. Yeah. Uh, and then for some stupid reason, mm-hmm. like Roman's prone. He's yeah. like out on his feet. Grab him by his vest and throw him through a goddamn table. Yeah, right. Why do you throw him out of the ring and you go through all the ballyhoo of trying to put him through an announce table? I get the symbolism of that. Three guys putting Roman through the table with the powerbomb. They weren't even going to do that. Yeah, it's stupid. They put him on top of the announce table. Bob Roode gets <laughs> to the top rope like he's going to jump off and put Roman through it. Yeah. Bob Roode's like 42 years old. He's never been known for a high fly stuff. <laughs> And He's Michael Cole even said, I don't think he can jump that yeah. far. Paraphrasing. Yeah. I do appreciate that. Earlier in the episode, Michael Cole said that uh, Corey Graves spreads false rumors on his podcast. Oh, yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I think I think it made Graves laugh because yeah. he literally didn't say anything after yeah. that. So uh, Usos come out. They take out the heels. Got a couple suicide dives. Uh, Usos put Dolph on the announce table. Hit a double splash on him, put him through the announce table. And then Roman just spears Bob Roode through the table set in the ring in the corner where all Baron just watches everything from the ramp. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Roman grabs Mike, says, my stipulation for Rumble, it's a baseball stadium. It's a huge damn place. Uh, false can anywhere. Yeah. I want to beat you all over the place. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'd rather that than a regular match. So yeah. I'm fine with that. And Roman Roman's announcement at the end I thought was pretty good. I mean, for the one sentence it was. Uh, I just, dude, Roman, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is Roman is still... Uh, because you know it, we don't know what the status of his health is necessarily. Like we had heard a couple months ago that he was still on a light schedule mm. because of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is him on a light schedule because this is a bunch of do nothing crap. Oh, I know. Like this is so beneath. I him. mean, I feel like this is a situation like his feud with Sheamus, where it's like, okay, who can we put Roman against where uh, his opponent won't get any cheers? Mm-hmm. The issue is, is that Roman A is established. He had a ton of goodwill walking in yeah. back into the company after uh, beating leukemia. 
I'm not saying you had to hot shot him to the title picture right away, but put him in interesting stuff. Yeah, that's just don't put yeah. him in a safe program where he won't get well, abused. Well, also the problem is Baron is so boring. Yeah, that it's yeah. it's it's just it's not fun for anybody. Like it's no. not. And it doesn't, and the the more, it doesn't feel important at all. You know, it's like the Seamus thing worked because, because Seamus was like a tool of the authority. Remember like the the whole authority was involved in that. And so it's like, oh, Roman's going after the title and he's had enough. And that's why he got over. He's like, yes, it's Seamus, but also because he started punching Triple H and punching Vince. And yes, it's Seamus as well. But like with this, it's just it's like really you're still going at it with Baron and Dolph. It's crap. Man, it's bad. It's real crap. Mister Dope says if Baron wins, he'll support AEW. I'm kind of rooting for Baron now. Oh wow! Like support them to what degree? Financially, like if like is Mister Dope gonna just wear exclusively AEW shirts? I mean that that would be ideal. I mean, I'll send yeah. him my Joey Janela shirt. No, 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 no. He has to buy it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's him supporting it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. All right. Exactly. Well, that works. I mean, there's there's uh, reports that they're going to have Baron and Roman some sort of like dog food stipulation match that in hat. February. Oh, God. I don't even want to. So I don't know if that's on a live. Well, well that, you know, that was that or was a televised thing. That was foreshadowed. Yeah. Well, I mean, dog shit. Yeah. That's, that's what, what the Usos brought that's up. That's what yeah. brought up. Yeah. There's no question thread up. For SmackDown. Oh, really? Mr. Dope says I'll buy all the merch. Well, there you go. Oh, that was my bad. I totally, man. I, I just think I literally it. started writing one. I started writing one like halfway during the show. Oh. Wow. Is it in the drafts? Draft to draft. We got some super chats here. Quote the Raven. Hey, authority figures we never knew existed. Yeah, that bit with uh, Adam Pierce. It was mm-hmm. great. Uh, Inner Circle Bud Ryan. Happy Friday, friendos. Hope you all have a chill weekend to soak up all that Cali sun for me. It was rainy and cloudy today uh just got five inches of snow here love my mod shirt too good me bro five inches of snow that's a healthy snowfall should i even put up a qa thread right now angie's list is now angie and we've heard a lot of theories about why i thought it was an eco move fewer words less paper no it was so you could say it faster no it's to be more iconic must be a tech thing but those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We'll just take questions take from, from chat. Take it from chat. All right, yeah. chat, listen, we need some good smackdown questions also discord there's still some super chats no i know i'm just telling them to prep it prep it uh tommy johnson is here says can you promote the friendo meetup me and mr dope are trying to set up for royal rumble weekend thank you uh mr dope tweeted something uh you retweeted from going and raw one yes and i think i did for my own personal one yeah i did as as the the meetup uh, gets nearer we will definitely uh tweet about it we will promote it uh, and if any uh, friendos are going to be in the Houston area for Rumble Weekend, uh, connect with Mr. Mr. Dope. Dope. Mr. Dope understands 
that our Twitter account, all he has to do is let us know in our mod chat and we will spread the word mm -hmm. as he wants us to. It was, so sorry. our Twitter account is at his disposal basically yes, yes. for this meetup to happen. As long as y'all take pictures yes, of the meetup. We want evidence. Tim Spulak had a terrific meetup at... It was all out. Was it all out? Yeah, okay, it was, all, it was out. all out. Uh, tons of people there. He convinced me, he conned me into FaceTiming the, the whole group. Uh, and so if y'all want me to do the same thing, I'm happy mm -hmm. to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, Tommy and, and Mr. Dope, once you have a venue where, or wherever you're going to meet up, let us know. Yeah. We will spread we'll the We'll do a thing. Uh, Quoth the Raven said, uh, Larson said the S word, demonetized. Shit. Ish. Quoth the Raven again, the idea of Otis and Mandy having sex makes me think of the shunting from the movie Society. I have no idea what any of that means. If you have no idea what that is, Google it weird. Mm. I don't know. I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. When I get home, Dragon Reborn message retracted. Oh, your favorite. Liberty bibbity Liberty bibbity It's on Minion. Liberty bibbity All right, let's see here. I'm going to go to Discord and see what we got here. Snake Sosa strap match makes no sense. As Fiend runs and disappears during promos and TV, but a match he's always been there and not running away, the strap would have to be 24-7 to be effective. Well, I think it also maybe prevents the Fiend from like going and grabbing that giant mallet yeah. as well. So it does, to a degree, keep him on a bit of a leash. Um, oh, it's a horror movie. Ew. Society. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Wasn't expecting that. That is unsettling, to say the least. Yeah. Oh, that's quite a movie. Wow. All right. Well, that's one to check out. Uh, let's see here. Alex Foster. Uh, if the fiend used the hurt hand on you guys, how would you change? So the fiend beats us or we have to face the fiend and use the mandible claw on us. I'd start taking notes. Okay. I'd be, I'd do that. Cause that's like a big change for me. I prefer to like vaguely remember things. And then oh. when I read them in your notes. What do you think? Like, uh, so when the when Bray is in Firefly Funhouse, like dropping promos on his on the Fiend's opponents, a common thread is like <clears throat> the Fiend's history with that particular person sure, yeah. brings up the past a lot. Okay. And while I guess Firefly Funhouse has referenced his past and how he's uh, managed to overcome his issues he's dealt with in the past, evidently that's not exactly the case. So is like the Fiend's weakness of staring us right in the face. Like, is the Fiend's weakness is bringing up his own past? Okay, how would that manifest itself? In I don't a, know. In a match? Yeah. I, mean, I don't maybe, know. I don't know. What's maybe your evidence for that? Oh, just the fact that uh, I just thought of it today. Yeah. Uh, the I fact like the idea. He continually brings up his, his past with everybody he's ever, like, really dealt with. Mm -hmm. um, that's pretty much it. Um, maybe it's like uh, the first interdimension tension. Oh yeah, sure. Where uh, people like go back to the the venues of various mm -hmm. matches against mm -hmm. the fiend. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. And do yeah. it like a parallel universe type thing. Maybe yeah, that's a good. I like that. Maybe you have to. Maybe you have to face him in the uh, the venue w where he debuted, or where there you he go. had some of his biggest victories or losses. Yeah, uh, that's a good idea. I like that. Look yeah. at you with your brain. There you go. AU, when do we get a Larson rig rundown? My music situation, that's a work in progress right now. All right. Well, once you do, we're going to shout it out there. There you go. Uh, Greg Morris, who is the cane of this generation? He says, not a world champion all that often, but a solid long career. These days, a lot of people have long careers because they mm -hmm. take such darn good mm -hmm. care of themselves. Mm -hmm. um, 
but is there anybody who debuted, let's say, ten years ago, and we still have another ten years left on their? What was ten years ago? Two thousand and ten. Two thousand. Who debuted in two thousand? Didn't Miz? No, didn't Miz didn't debut two thousand twenty two. I guess Braun could be that guy, large Braun, dude. Braun keeps himself in, in good shape. In good shape if his body can handle the the workload. Yeah, and he's definitely not a world champion guy these no, days. No, but Kane was world champion. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, he was. He was. He was always like on the a weaker side of world champion though. Yeah. Um, yeah, he only ever had to. Braun is a really champion. good example because Braun started out as a scary monster. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, although he kind of got fast tracked, he sort of became a softer guy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he probably does have longevity. It seems like he should be a world champion guy, but he's obviously not. 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 So that's a good one. That's a good one. Not. Uh, Alex Foster, who would you guys have joined an Andrade-led Ingobernable faction? Uh, well, it'd be everybody that's related to it. It'd be Zelina, Charlotte, Alistair Black. There you go. There you go. That'd be good. That'd be a solid faction. That'd be pretty good. Okay, so what's the update? Uh, you're up by about 20 points. Whoa, thin margin. I feel pretty good about uh, Rumble weekend, though. Thin margin for I feel pretty me. good about the Rumble. Is Seth having a match there? He's in the Rumble. He's in the Rumble. I think. Bummer. Uh, DDP Yoga. Do you think Becky and Bailey will lose at the Rumble so they can move the horse, the four horsewomen thing into something at Mania? I wouldn't be surprised. I will never bet against Becky. Bailey is a different matter because Lacey is hot right now. Mm-hmm. She could. To- I can totally see her with that title. A hundred percent. Yeah. And it'd be, yeah, Adamania if she could feud with Sasha for it or something. Yeah. All right. Uh, we do have some new patrons, but I'm going to hold off till uh, like Monday to give those shout outs okay. because I like to do it at the head of the show, make sure they get them. Um, so, yeah, we did have some cool content up on the Patreon this week. Uh, of course, we had a Who Won Wednesday and we did like a live news brief. We also did some chat in between yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that looks like it's going to be our Thursday. That's fun. That was fun. Fre- it's now Friendo Club TV. Yeah. FCTV. Oh, I got my shirt on. There you go. Uh, we also, uh, looked at the Royal rumble, looked at what legends, mm-hmm. uh, could even physically possibly WWE trademarked Harlem heat. They just trademarked Harlem heat. Interesting. Probably at Saudi Arabia. We're going to get Harlem heat versus the revival. All right. Maybe. Uh, and then Harlem Heat's totally gonna win that match too. And then we had a lengthy discussion about this new phenomenon called Xenobots this week in our bonus content stuff. You can get all that. It's only five bucks for the month. Mm-hmm. That's I just described one week. And that's every week. And that's every week. That would be Christmas week. <laughs> yeah. Along the yeah. We, yeah. Sometimes we we gotta get rest too. True. Yeah. Anyways, that's it, right? Uh the last ten for the win for this season is oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow just needs a thumbnail. It's ready to go. All right, I'll do that when I get home. Uh and then uh yeah, we're gonna take about a month off or so. Yeah, roughly. We'll have a couple things. Uh, we'll probably take this next week off from a Saturday video because we've got Worlds Collide, uh, the Rumble. Uh, That's the week after the Saturday. Is that the week after this? Yeah, week? it's twenty first. Is is it available Saturday? This is coming up Saturday. We're gonna do the Friendo Awards on that on Saturday. It's not a week from Saturday. Today's Friday. Oh. Worlds, Worlds Collide is a week from tomorrow. Oh shit! You're right. Yeah, we got a lot going on. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> yeah, I know it's coming up quick. Oh dang. Yeah. I got my days mixed up. Uh-oh. 
fine. It's yeah. not a huge deal. All right. I didn't know yet you planned something. You're like, I'm oh, always man. planning stuff, man. Crap. I'm going to be in Hawaii this next weekend. I thought it was next, next weekend. I wish. Yeah, right. Anyways, I think that's it. Congratulations again, Richard, on your nuptials. Oh, yeah. Hold on. We got to give a RIP to, to Jeff, Jeffrey Nguyen. He, oh, yeah. He mentioned in chat. Yeah. He got dumped tonight. That's a bummer, man. Uh, Sorry to hear that, Jeffrey. Yeah, that, that's a bummer, but you're young. You're good looking. He's at, I see him at the gym wearing yeah. a slow wolf pack shirt. Getting his pump on. You'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. She's a loser anyways. Well, just, just Fuck that shit. You can just say you'll be fine. You don't have some bee nagging you now. Yeah, Jeff. Well, Sorry to nobody hear, wants sorry that to shit. Sorry to hear that, Jeff. Congratulations, Richard. I'm sure you're going to have a good time being single again, man. Just, yeah, I got the whole sea. You know, you can be like Otis out there. Yeah, big sex mech. Right? For Jeff, Jeff Nguyen, sex mech. Can you change that? You're going in raw Discord name. Oh, my God. Bye, everybody. Bye. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.